McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brobble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. with women who inspire us. The three of us together have a lot of experience discussing real issues that affect real women. Now, we're giving you a chance to actually hear how we talk about the topics in the newsroom behind the scenes here on the Oklahoma Women Want to Know podcast. On this week's episode of Oklahoma Women Want to Know, we're going to talk about a sport that is skyrocketing into popularity. It's called pickleball. And in case you've missed it, it's everywhere these days. Pickleball is a mashup between tennis, ping pong, and badminton. Not only is pickleball a great way to get some exercise, but it's also low impact enough that anyone can do it. And today we're talking with Gloria Otis and Shauna Height from Tulsa Ladies of Pickleball, and we'll have them introduce themselves in just a moment. But first, you're listening to 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. I'm Jen Townley, co-host of the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter. And I'm Crystal Kelly, a reporter at KRMG. And our news director and co-host, April, would love to be here, but she's at the dentist. Getting so. those pearly whites polished. Yes. She has to make her teeth beautiful. So <laughs> if you two can introduce yourselves and explain what you do with the sport. If you, Gloria, if you want to go first, I said sure. your name first. Uh, I'm Gloria, and I've been playing pickleball for, I'd say, about five years. Um, it's a sport that has completely changed my life. I play pickleball. I read about pickleball. I watch pickleball. <laughs> I train for pickleball. I play pickleball, and I eat, sleep, and work. So it is a sport that can be all-encompassing, and it's amazing. It's very social. Um, it can be very inclusive, and we just wanted to create a space where everyone felt welcome. And Shauna, if you could introduce yourself. So hi, I'm Shauna. Um, I began playing pickleball uh, about two and a half, maybe three years ago. Um, I am also uh, recently became an IPTPA certified coach, and I've begun the process of becoming a um, certified referee. So I referee for the USA Pickleball Association, and I serve as one of their area ambassadors for the sport. So tell us what pickleball is, because the mental picture is very different than what the game is. So when I describe it to people who've never seen it, I say imagine that tennis and ping pong had a really pretty and friendly baby. And so um, it's it plays on a court that is much smaller than a tennis court. In fact, we can typically fit two pickleball courts on a single tennis court. Um, it is played with a paddle, very much like ping pong um, is played with. It's solid, um, and it's played with a ball that's very similar to a wiffle ball rather than a tennis ball. And so it's uh, much shorter, um, faster with the hands and with the um, the responses, but definitely not as much foot and leg movement as tennis. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think so, um, especially if you play doubles. Um, I'm, I played singles once, and— that was enough for me. <laughs> never, never, never. So, um, yeah, especially doubles, it's it's almost an art form between you and your partner that you can 
uh, call whose ball it is and and just work in this um, art, almost like an art form of footwork back and forth to grab the ball back and forth back across the net. Is it kind of like tennis when you're on the court with the way you move around and actually hit the ball with mm-hmm. your paddle? So very similar. There's there's an area at the front of the court um, closest to the net called the kitchen. Um, and when you watch pickleball players, um, you'll see that most of the time they are right up toes to that line for that kitchen because the rules of pickleball are that you can't take a ball out of the air if you're stepped into that kitchen. So there's a little bit of space between the players that naturally occurs because of that rule. And I would say a good portion of the game is played right there in that space right up to the net. So it's a very much um, very shortened game, but the scoring is very much the same as tennis. So if you miss the ball, if the ball bounces and it's in and you don't hit it, um, your opponent gets the point. If you hit it out past the back of the court, just like in tennis, it's out. Um, and so the scoring is uh, similar to volleyball um, in, in that um, points are or games are typically played to either 11 or 15 um, instead of in tennis where they use the 0, 15, mm-hmm. or love, love 15. Yeah. Um, but... Um, but there are a lot of similarities. In fact, most people find it a pretty smooth transition moving from tennis to pickleball. Is it easier to play or pick up the sport than, say, picking up something like tennis? I, I believe so. I, I have dabbled in tennis, um, and I found tennis's um, it's barrier hard. to entry to be very high. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's, it, it, that was too much. And I ran marathons and thought that tennis was too much. Um, and so for me, uh, pickleball played on an aspect of my athleticism and my mental game that I preferred because it it is shorter and it's faster. And so and when I go back and I try tennis now, I feel like I'm waiting. Like I can go and grab a snack waiting for the ball to get to me, where in pickleball it's quick. Mm-hmm. So what is it? about pickleball that has so many people interested because Gloria you're saying you live eat sleep everything you dream about pickleball you think about it when you're awake you do this when what is it about the sport that is so engaging there's a lot there's a great social aspect um we go out to Heller to drill and, and play all the time Heller Park and that place is busy constantly from uh beginners to higher level players you see college kids out there, um, 7, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night showing up to play and hang out with their friends. It's a great way to get exercise without really feeling like you're getting exercise. We can play two and four and six hours at a time and be completely exhausted when we're done. But it's like, hey, uh, you want one more game? One more yeah, game. one more game. One more game. Just one more. I would imagine it works your muscles, you know, muscles that you don't normally use. Right. Yeah. I have complete tight hip muscles every day because I work those hips and knees all the time and doesn't always bode well with my age and getting older but I love it it's changed my physicality completely I don't think I've been in this good of a shape wow so you guys have a league that you've started for ladies Mm -hmm. can you tell us the background and why you guys decided to start this group Sure. So, um, so when I first started, I was a, a very much a newbie 
um, didn't really know where to play, who to play with. Um, there was a group of ladies here in Tulsa that um, that played regularly a couple of days a week, and that's how I got connected with Gloria, um, who then I later begged to give me lessons. <laughs> um, and But I found that when you got away from that ladies' group, a lot of the play was, was either mixed or a lot of, of men. And um, as a beginner, um, that can be very intimidating. It, mm-hmm. uh, men have a different type of game. They have a different strength. They have a different power. There's an aggressiveness and assertiveness that some men have that can seem very intimidating. Um, and so I had come from a past with um, some sexual assault and some domestic violence that, that made it so that I was a little bit more um, hesitant to play against that type of aggressiveness. Um, and I wanted to find a place that that I could play with women and there wasn't anything in Tulsa. Um, at that point, Gloria and I had become uh, women's doubles partners and we're playing competitively. And we decided that um, if there wasn't going to be something here in Tulsa that was already made for women to have a safe place and a safe group to play and learn, we'd create it. And so um, we created Tulsa Ladies of Pickleball. Um, we are about 700 women strong. Wow. Wow, that's huge. In a year, yeah. Yeah, 700 ladies in a year. In a year mm-hmm. that have joined our group that um, we promote um, drilling and play and uh, promote tournaments that are coming up and just um, promote each other and build each other in the sport. Um, and, and then a lot of the women will go on and they'll play mixed, and that's what I did. We'll go on and we'll play mixed, which is one woman and one man on the court. And we'll play against men and we lose that hesitancy, but we can build our skills and get better in the sport with each other. And then once you feel comfortable, then go and play everybody, Mm -hmm. play anybody. Yeah. And it it seems like, you know, as we get older, we don't have as many social outlets and, you know, ways to meet friends. So do you find that a lot of women kind of are looking for something to do socially and to just hang out and not be a mom, not be a wife, not be any of that? Absolutely. And quite a few women in in our group that have joined is like, I'm new and I want to try it. I just want to to learn how to play it. I want the rules. I want to know, you know, and when we do our our clinics and stuff that we do, um, we try and teach them the basics, but make it fun. Because you don't want to do all rules up front because you're, you're going to lose interest immediately. Yeah, you have to learn how to play. You, you have, have to, to learn how to play. Yeah. get in there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been an amazing experience. I think COVID had a lot to do with the growth of the sport um, just exploding because it became an outlet for everyone where you could stay six feet apart um, or, and, or wear a mask and get outside and, cause everyone was so cooped up for so long and just allowed people to get out there. I mean, it, it helped me because at that point in time, you know, I went remote working from home and you're home all the time. You don't think about that. You know, when you get to say, okay, I get to be at home all day. That's great. And then mm. you're like, I have to be at home all the time. It was so so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just Me not too. having the socializing. And that's a big part of pickleball is the socializing. You know, um, to sit around and talk about or watch your friends play, rotate in and out between games, and watch the camaraderie and fun build. And we just wanted a safe place for women to do that and to start learning the game. Um, we're really hoping to grow some more on the page and maybe start doing more videos and stuff for the women to watch. Um, YouTube has a bunch of, and there's 
podcasts yeah. and all kinds of videos out there that people can watch to learn. But getting out there and actually physically doing it is completely different. What, obviously, if within a year you went up to 700 ladies, so mm. obviously it, it picked up. And so we have the answer of, of that part of the question. But for women who really needed that outlet for other women, say if they were other domestic violence victims or if they just for whatever reason they had had any issues where they just wanted to be with other women to learn what kind of response aside from 700 people joining but when they told you what did they say um a lot of the women would come to me because i put my story out there very openly um i think part of my healing was to to make that well known because i think as as survivors of those kind of situations we um I feel like I had a duty to make sure that other people were welcomed into that that opportunity to grow. And so um, I've had women that come to me and they'll, and they'll say, hey, you know, I'd really like to, to play pickleball with you guys, um, but I can't let my location be known. You know, I have, I have protective, mm-hmm. you know, um, things in place. Or um, I can't have pictures taken. Am I going to be okay? And I said, I, you know, and I tell them, I said, you are absolutely safe with us. I'm more worried about your forehand. Let's go. <laughs> and I think once you once you um, let people know that these are our rules and our expectations, that we don't, you know, actively promote, we don't tell people outside of the group where we're going to be playing. We don't tell, you know, we don't take pictures of the group without everyone in the picture having permission, you know, given permission. Or we um, say we're going to take a group picture today if you don't want to be in it, you know. Just step aside. Just step yeah. aside. And, and. They do, and nobody makes them feel bad. We're yeah. all just it's so inclusive. It's amazing. But now, once once that happens, you know, the women come in, and they get to see that they're part of that bigger community, and it's they're no longer a labeled. They know that they're able to be there because we've provided that safe and inclusive opportunity. But once they're there, you can just see it's just fun. There's there's something fun about um, on a typical pickleball court, there'll be, you know, four people playing, and it's not uncommon to have four or six people waiting to rotate in. Well, those four or six people are laughing and they're having fun and we're teasing the people that are on court. You know, I have this amazing ability to whiff an overhead shot. And so it's, you know, there's always at least, you know, a handful of people that are there ready for you to uh, share in your uh, humiliation of that amazing <laughs> miss. Or retrieving um, the out balls like a golden retriever. Or retrieving the yeah. out balls that you shouldn't <laughs> be hitting. Yeah. Um, but, but it's... It's nice because once once the ladies get onto the court, a lot of those fears and concerns um, for that little moment melt away, and they know that they have found a safe and inclusive place to play. It sounds like it would relieve a lot of stress, too. Oh, it's amazing. I'm a sixth-grade teacher, and I tell you what, there is there is something amazing about being able to go and take out any stress and frustration on this little yellow plastic wiffle ball. I mean, it is it is fantastic. And so I know other women, and, and you'll see that, especially on evening play um, in the warm-ups. You'll see other women and myself uh, in the warm-ups just killing the ball. I mean, we're not doing anything good with it. Those shots are going miles away from where they should be. But, oh, goodness, it sure does feel good to have an outlet to be able to to just relieve some of that stress and, and to have fun and laugh about your day. What was the response from uh, the local men that are involved in pickleball when they heard you say, we're going to do this all women's league, make let, you know, women feel a little bit more comfortable with whatever concerns they have. And then you guys start merging back with them to do other games. So what was the response with all of that? They love it. it. It's Yeah, they love it. It's been extremely positive. 
they're very happy that we started it. Um, I don't know anyone that hasn't been supportive about it. Well, in 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 pickleball, um, like I was saying, there's different tournaments and different events, and you can play mixed events and you can play gendered events. And so um, there's always a tricky situation for a lot of guys to find a women's partner to play with. So we kind of laugh every once in a while and say we're uh, adding to the uh, the the partnering pool. Um, and and there's a lot of men who have encourage their wives and girlfriends and friends to join because they've become addicted and they want to share that love. And so they, they encourage their, their friends and family to join so that they can. And you don't always want your husband or boyfriend teaching you how to play a sport. No, no, no. no. You want to have that. And you need space. You need girl time too. Yeah, exactly. You need time away. Yes. Um, So it is getting cold outside Mm -hmm. and this is predominantly an outdoor game. We have some facilities. Um, uh, Tulsa Parks does a fantastic job here in town of providing uh, different locations. Um, Chandler Park has play that's indoors. Um, Broken Arrow has some indoor play opportunities. So we can transition our play from outdoor to indoors. Not, I wouldn't say easily, but it's it's definitely possible. So how often do you have these clinics or these tournaments? And what do how do people get in touch to even learn about them? And also curious, because I know you mentioned that some women don't want their information mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. So how would they also get in touch with you? So it's a private group. There's a set of questions uh, and stuff that you have to answer to come in. Is it on Facebook? It's, or? On, it's a Facebook group. Um, and if you, the questions are pretty much, are you a woman? Um, where do you play? Um, and this is an inclusive group. We're not going to put up with bullying and, um, name calling or any of that type of things. Um, and then when you're in the group, we, when we get to do these, these clinics for the women, we post it as an invite on the Facebook group. So it stays in the group. It's not sent outside the group anywhere. So it stays in there and then we'll post when and where it's going to be and kind of ask them to let us know if they're coming or not. So we can plan the drills accordingly. So we know how many women are coming. Yeah. Has there ever and been an issue where you've had to drop someone from the Facebook page or yes. is anyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If really? you don't, if you don't answer the questions, um, you don't get in. And if once you get in there, if you start acting inappropriate, then you are out, out, out. And there's always someone that's got to bring in some drama. Yeah. And, and if there's someone who um, is not on Facebook and we understand that that has privacy concerns. Um, we can also email out um, our events. And so I usually uh, steer people to the USA Pickleball page um, and look for the ambassadors. My contact information is on there. And so um, when we host the events, we um, we can email those events out as well. Um, we try to hold the events once a month minimum. Um, more often when the weather cooperates, we, we laugh and say that inevitably every time we schedule outdoor drills, um, it rains. <laughs> the story of, yeah, and story of life. And those yeah. courts get kind of slippery, so we kind of have to keep an eye on the rain part. But um, but we do send those out. And then as far as other play and activities, we have ladies that are on there um, almost three or four days a week scheduling play with each other. Um, that is outside of us, so we don't have to be the facilitator of and everything. We've encouraged that from the get-go. You know, use this as a, as a safe space for you all to coordinate play. You know, Wasso, Sepulpa, wherever. If you can find a place to play and you want to get a group of ladies together, have at it. 
So what's your Facebook page called so people know? Is it is it the USA Pickleball as well, or is it the Ladies of Tulsa? No, it's Tulsa Ladies of Pickleball. Okay. Um, and uh, you can find our page just by searching for it, um, or you can search for either of us on Facebook. Um, there's also a, a link to it on Greater Tulsa Pickleball, which is another um, pickleball group that is for both um, gentlemen and ladies. And so that is a um, an organization for all of all of Tulsa. You know, I didn't tell the story of how I met you two, <laughs> and um, I'm not going to say the restaurant, but you guys were sitting up at the bar at this restaurant, and we were sitting there, and somehow we just struck up a conversation, and <laughs> you guys went nuts about you, pickleball. You said the word pickleball. Yes. Yeah. You said the word. And yeah. it was amazing, because <laughs> I was like, these girls, we need to do a podcast. So thank you so much for coming on here and talking with us. And it, and that's how pickleball truly is. I mean, once you start playing it, it you know, you talk about it, you find, you hear it in conversation. You know, you'll hear somebody two tables over at a restaurant say the word, and you're like, oh, you know, and you're, <laughs> yeah, the ears, ears perk up, the head turns, <laughs> right? yeah. Um, but it's so social because we're always looking for new people to play with. I mean, mm-hmm. and with 700 ladies, you still, we're still hungry to invite more women and to, to spread the love of it because it's so much fun. And yeah. it showed us how hungry women are in general to play the sport. Yeah, definitely. Jenna and I will have to We'll have to give it a go. It. We'll, we'll have to try while no one's watching. Come on out. <laughs> Come we'll on out. You. We'd love you. Well, yep. thank you so much for spending time with us. Again, this is Oklahoma Women Want to Know. And please remember to hit subscribe. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us once again on Oklahoma Women Want to Know. Tune in each Wednesday at 5 a.m. for the latest episode. And don't forget to drop us a review.